guys what's up i really really try to be on time sorry 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 we're a little late what is up everybody happy monday happy new year um i haven't went live since new year right happy new year i'm not sure happy new year if i have or haven't um how is everybody doing tonight i'm waiting on cara and Didi. well cara's here never mind i'm waiting on Didi. hello hello hi we're talking about episode 12 we got back from a two-week vacation Oh, Didi's here too. Okay, let's go. Oh, and guys, I haven't forgotten. We're still doing the 90 Day Fiance trivia game this week. Um, I was supposed to do it last week. I know you guys know that. Hi. But we are still doing that. Hello. Hi. How are, How are you? <laughs> How is everyone? I know, Didi, I just talked to you. But how are you, Kara? I'm good. We went live since New Year. We did? Okay, okay. Good, we did. Okay, I'm I'm all out. Oh, but you know what? Yeah, the single life. Yes, we did. Yeah. We did. That was on. Yeah, but we're back. This is our first not back from for the ninety days. Yes. Like yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Because we were back on New Year's Day for yeah. for the single life, and we'll be back tomorrow for the single life. We will. But yeah. <laughs> oh, and ninety day diaries is coming on after the single life, so we're gonna be talking about that too. Because everybody who's been gone for like ever, they're on there, and you know, David and Annie's show hasn't been filming, but they're back on diaries. So we're gonna get some David and Annie. I don't know what's going on with them because last time we saw them, they were talking about having a baby. Yeah. I don't know if they they're still talking about that or not. But on this episode, the OG 90 fiance episode 12. Did y'all realize we're 12 episodes in? I didn't realize that. I don't know Is how many all? episodes we're getting. Because normally if 12 to 15, like, right? Like we're at 100 right now. Well, we, but the way they talking is like the way they're talking is like it's getting close to the end how they were talking well, tonight nobody got married yet right no I'm, but but i mean the way that the way they were talking tonight is like we're getting close to the end though is what i'm yeah, saying yeah i i feel like we're all the way at episode 12 and i think 14 to 15 is like the end so I, we got to see ashley and manuel get married because they've already leaked the pictures of her and her wedding and him. Yeah, her know they got married. Yeah, yeah, we know. We've seen it. So they can keep they can keep all this BS going. We know what's going on. We saw the pictures. We know what's going on. <laughs> all right. So I want to talk about a little bit. Well, where do y'all want to start? Because at first, I wanted to talk about Jasmine and Gino first, because we found out that Gino in his mid 50s wants to have a kid. And is this kind of the first we're hearing about this? Because he hasn't really Talked about it. Where are we? Where no, are we he's talked about it before. He he's talked about it before. He said it last season. Oh, he said it mm -hmm. last season. And what was Jasmine's reaction? I don't remember. Nope. No, she was not having a baby. That's what I thought. So now it kind of seems like she wants to make him happy. I don't know. Like, I feel like she has two kids and she wants to bring both of her kids over here already. So that will be three kids. You know, Gino is going to be working. You know, he's a career it's, man. It's going to be bullshit. She'll find some bullshit excuse, just like the fact that she's hiding half of her ass <laughs> in Dane's wallet. She's going to find Gee. some bullshit excuse why she can't have a baby or couldn't get pregnant or had a miscarriage or something. She'll think of some bullshit. Well, she's saying because her um son, JC, I believe his name, was born with special needs, he's nonverbal. And that's what's scary. Um, cause she's scared that she could have another child who would also need that type of care. But I don't know. I feel like those are such random things, right? Because it, it's, I'm not trying to knock her as a parent, but if you have a kid that has special needs, 
number one, you don't bail to a different country in mm. hopes that you can bring them later. Yeah. And number two, if you're going to have another baby, who gives a shit if your first kid has special needs? You still love that kid just as much. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you have another kid. Well, you that's guys, what Gino said. Gino was like, it's still a human being. It's still going to be our baby, and we're going to take care of that kid as long as he needs. And, you know, I think that there's been testing, like there's testing lately where people can tell if a, a pregnancy is going to be a high risk or there's going to be special needs. And then people have been um, advised to end the pregnancy and stuff. And I think that, that it's making a lot of people a lot less, um, what's the word, tolerant of, of having a child that needs a little extra care because this is still a human being. It's still a child. And regardless of if your child is born, you know, what does she kept saying? Neurotypical. Yeah. Right. Regardless, you're going to love that child regardless, whether it's verbal or not, you know. So I don't know that that whole situation was interesting to me because she was blaming herself. But, you know, it's so many different factors that go into those things. It's usually some sort of weird, strange gene that pops up every five generations. You know, right. you can never, ever pinpoint, you know, that. So when you have a child, you just have to know that you want to have a child and you're going to love it regardless. And I would hate for her to decide not to have more kids just for that reason yeah. you know and it, i don't know it was it was an interesting conversation because i was like why would gino wait so long to have kids because he's in his mid-50s so we've had we've had this conversation before so when this child is graduating high school gino will be pushing 70 right yeah but like i don't know i feel like that's such a long time to wait but again david and annie are in this situation too where annie is not even what 30 years old yet yeah. she definitely wants kids and david is looking at it like I don't want no kids. My daughter has a daughter, you know, like that is, that is way past where I want to be in life. So these are things that people really need to work out early in the relationship because at this point she's already in America. She already needs to bring her kids over here. She already needs so much done. And now they're just having this serious conversation, but honestly, two kids, one with special needs. I feel like that's enough on her plate, right? Like, I don't know if she has the time and energy to, to go through that. Oh yeah. Kenny too. Kenny is um, how old is Kenny? Sixty-one. He's something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Coco. Kenny is in that situation too, where good man, I, I, you know, like stuck on the fact that she left her kids behind. I realize she's trying to bring them over, but my kids are grown, and I wouldn't leave the country and leave them behind. But Let's you know what's weird to me? She said that she shares custody with her dad. I don't know many dads that are okay with you taking their children out of the country. Like, how is that going to work? I don't know many. Cause you remember we were in that um, situation with Rachel and John, right? Because Rachel had a child with a man here in the U S and there was no chance he was letting yep. his daughter leave the country. So I was confused. Cause she's like, Oh yeah, we're going to bring them over. And I share custody. I was like, well, if you share custody, that means that he's present. Yeah in their life and she's not gonna I'm pretty not sure, be I'm pretty sure Jas um I'm pretty sure Jasmine said that there's gonna be some money in it for him. Oh so you you think she'll be said, like said that when did she say that? She said No, I didn't say she said oh. it. I said I'm pretty sure she said that to him. Oh, yeah. She's gonna say whatever she thinks she needs to say to probably to get him over here, get the kids over here. I'm not letting it's nobody have my kids. Probably. My kids aren't for sale. Like, I don't care what you offer me. No, not, there's no chance. She probably <laughs> said she'd pay him back for her left ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's already a loan. That's what she owes him anyway. I'm just, I'm curious because 
shared custody means that the dad is is involved and that means they usually have to go to court and fight for that you know because usually yeah. judge likes to just give it straight to the mom so i don't know i don't see how he's just gonna sign a paper and let her take his his sons over to another country like That's i just the, don't see that happening. i'm pretty sure with, with it being jasmine there's money involved some way somehow oh coco of these judges have watched this crazy bitch on TV. <laughs> well, Coco says maybe six months here, six months there. That's really hard on a child. Yeah. How do they even go to school? Because you can't even school a school year is longer than that. That would be, I think that would be the worst possible thing to put a child through. Divorce is hard enough, but then making them switch schools in the middle of the school year every single year, I feel like that would yeah. be hell for a child. Children need normalcy and stability. And, Especially you know, they in a different country where they don't even speak the well, language. Well, yeah, yeah. And I felt like she had had these um, conversations with Wanse pretty early on. Remember, like, earlier in the season, she's like, are you okay with moving to the U.S.? Is his dad okay? You know, like, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't even bring up things like that to children unless it's set and it's really going to happen because I feel like you should never build up a child's expectation for something and then let it fall through. Yeah. You know, because exactly. children don't understand legalities. They don't understand... Um, family court judge decision. Yeah. They don't understand that. They just know you said you were going to do something and you didn't do it. That's all they understand. So I really yeah. was shocked that she even brought it up to him before they even knew because technically they haven't even filed the paperwork yet because she's not married yeah. yet. And she had already put it in his head that it was going to happen. Yeah. It's a mess. Donna said no, no chance in hell and her kids are grown. No chance. <laughs> she, I, I she, she still I wouldn't would. do it. Okay. Me neither. Okay, so so, Sophie's mom, Claire, has arrived in Inglewood, and everybody was saying, how was she going to fit in the car? Because it looked like they were going to the airport to pick her up. She took an Uber to the hotel. They were going to meet her at the hotel, which is probably the best idea because, you know, she would have destroyed his car, too. Yeah. Like, Claire came in blazing, right? She came in with guns drawn. She was ready to attack him. And I don't know how I feel because I didn't feel like Claire said anything that was false. I do feel like like there was um years and especially the last 10 months where rob could have prepared more to receive sophie and sophie was like oh well i said hey it's getting closer and closer to the time that i'm gonna come here would you get a job and he kept saying oh i'll get one i'll get one i'll get one boom he still doesn't have one and it's like i i feel like rob gets super defensive when anybody calls out his lifestyle and things that he could be doing better and i know yeah. I, I, I know it's hard to be criticized, but you have to, as a man, you have to be able to take criticism. Now, I feel like that's part of life, not just as a man, as a woman too. Like as a human being, you need to be able to take criticism, constructive criticism, that's how you become better. And I feel like he's not, deep down, he's not okay with the way his life turned out, but he pretends like he's totally fine with it. Cause he's like, oh, this is fine, you know, for me as a single man, figuring out my life. And I'm like, bro, you're 32. When are you yeah. going to figure it out? Like not, and, it's, and it is, I got to say this, it is 100% fine for him to live there and try to figure out his life. Don't bring anybody else into it. Phil, I have so many unanswered questions. So the mom said everything I want to know. I mean, she said everything I wanted to say. Like, you're a piece of shit. Get off your ass. Get a job. What is this? Is this a tent? Is this a homeless man? She said everything I wanted to say. But how the hell he literally said, I have nobody, nobody to help me. I can't just get help. Yeah. But he doesn't have a freaking job. How is he sponsoring her? 
Oh, see, that I don't know either because he it, it's almost been a full year, I think, since he's had a job when she arrived. Yeah. So I um, well, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Remember about him working? Um that he probably had a good job whenever he filed and then once he got approved, he, that's probably when he quit work. Yeah, but so you still have to prove your income? I don't know. See, these are really good questions because you would think up until the approval process, they would periodically yeah. check. But I know when you buy a house, you just have to prove everything at the time of your processing of your application. Like technically, once you're approved, you could not be working. They're not well, checking if, anything. If you look at Gino and Jasmine, he quit. But right, right, right before she arrived, he quit. So it's like I don't think that they're periodically got, checking. Gino's got, but he's got a billion dollars. He can quit. He can show yeah, well, I'm good. You know, that, here's the money. I'm going to support her. And, you know, he's got proof. What's What does Rob have? Like, Unless Rob got a million dollars we don't know about. I, I'm <laughs> going to go Rob ahead and put, I'm going to put a million dollars on it that Rob doesn't have a million dollars. I'm yeah. just going to put it out there. Yep. I'm positive he doesn't. And I don't know. I feel like his preparation for her coming is kind of like how he looks at his life he's just like we'll figure it out as it happens and i feel like that's the worst possible planning for your life you can never go through life without a plan or at least some sort of detailed generalization of the path you're gonna yeah. go in because he was like oh this is fine up until we can find something else but i'm thinking if you're not working now finding something else is literally impossible because any place that you apply to live at wants to see proof of income so it's not not just because he's like, oh, a month or two to figure it out. It's not a month or two because you have to find a job, start getting checks, and then you can actually start applying. And who's to say his credit is, is even good? You know, because they're going to run your credit. They're going to, it's not just if you have the money. Like getting a place to live is way more complicated than just showing somebody some money on a piece of paper. Yeah. And I feel like he never thinks past what he's doing right now. And I feel like that's probably how he ended up, you know, in his life where it is at that moment. Obviously, I know he's driving a really nice truck right now. If you guys follow him on Instagram, he has a really nice Jeep. He seems to be living in a place with indoor bathrooms and plumbing. So he's doing better now. I just don't. So he got paid from TLC. That's but that. Now what? Do you think that's all he did? Do you think he actually has a job? Because no. he keeps saying on Instagram that he has a job. He said he had a job all along. And then today we find out he's never had a job. Not for like, the whole time they've been like that whole year. Yeah, it's crazy to me. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's easy to get a job. I'm not going to sit up there and lie and say that anybody can go get a job and it's fast because, you know, the economy and the recession and we're in everything. But when you have somebody, especially somebody that he described his words as a spoiled human being who's used to the finer things in life, if you know that this person is coming to live with you, I think that it would be in your best interest to at least give her acceptable conditions. I'm not saying that you need to move into the Taj Mahal, okay? Like, I'm, I'm just saying you need to give her acceptable conditions. Acceptable conditions, even if you were in a homeless shelter, there are indoor yeah. bathrooms, okay? Like, let's just be real. There are indoor bathrooms. And the way that um Claire reacted to that apartment, I felt was spot on. Yeah. Every, every concern, because I was like, I want to be mad at her, but I'm like, where's the lie? I don't see no lie. Yeah. She's asking valid questions. And she's saying valid things like you should have planned better. This is unacceptable 
for both of you. Like it's what you do with your life is your business, right? right? You can live anywhere. You can live in a cardboard box. That's on you. When you're bringing other people into your situation, that's when it gets complicated because she's a mother, right? Because I was I was talking to someone as the show was airing, and I was like, as a mother, would you react the same way? And they were like, hell yeah. They're like, that's my kid. I'm gonna want to know that my kid is being taken care of. And they're like, not that I think that a man is supposed to take care of a woman. But in this particular situation, he signed paperwork saying he would. So it's not necessarily that she's a damsel in distress. It's more so he signed paperwork that said he was going to take care of her. And then when she got there, she's peeing outside. That's the issue. Right. I well, so as all I'm trying to say is, if I were to walk up in a place that my daughter was living with a man like that, I would have beat him down to the ground and I would have shown him how to treat a woman and then I would have got my daughter's crap and we would have got up out of there because they ain't no man I don't care my daughter is very independent she's a very independent person she knows what her her self-worth self-worth is mm. and that's how but this is what I'm seeing with Sophie I don't think Sophie realizes her self-worth you know it because anyone else that that would walk or even walk into an apartment if i were dating someone and they tell me that they're going to have me living you know at least a decent lifestyle and i walk into that apartment i mean come on that, that is a punch in the face and a kick in the balls come on and laugh in his face turn around and walk out are you freaking kidding me yeah but also look at david and sheila david's oh yeah He's literally working three jobs and Sheila is not high maintenance. He's working. Not at all. You're right. You're actually, see, that's very true. He's doing everything that he can. He paid for her mother's funeral. Yep. You know, he's doing everything that he can to, to make her life better. And I feel like Rob is doing absolutely nothing right. to, to accommodate her. And it's not necessarily to even make Sophie's life better. Sophie has a great life on her own, you know, but yep. oh wait, I want to ask y'all a question. Rob said, he was like, y'all don't know what it's like to struggle and have to do everything on your own and be independent. So he didn't really respect um, their opinion. How do you feel about that statement? I mean, I get that statement. If you've never been at the bottom, you don't know what it's like to build your way to the top. But also, he doesn't know her mom's life. He knows the bits and pieces Sophie said. So right. he was very blind to say that, in my opinion. I felt like he, yeah, I felt like he didn't have enough background information. Yeah. Like, Sophie made her life seem like when she was telling us in the beginning on the first episode that it was great. But yep. then she also told us that she was estranged from most of her family and did work jobs herself and did take care of herself. She said growing up, things were easy. Yeah. But I try not to judge people based on how their life looks because right. Instagram and life are two different things, right? There's people who, who can perpetrate a really good life and they are struggling and vice versa. Yep. So I try not to judge people. And then there's people who worked an amazing job and then that company went under or somebody from that company was doing wire fraud. You know, there's right. all these different things and their whole life could completely change. And you remember them, you know, driving an Escalade and, and the Maldives, but their life isn't like that anymore. So I, I hate to judge people based on one section or one part of their life and say, oh, you don't know what it's like to struggle. You know, because I definitely, I know what it's like to struggle. I grew up very, very, very poor. Like, it's funny because this story is kind of personal for me because in the house that I grew up as a kid, 
we didn't have plumbing. Like there was no bathrooms that worked. There were bathrooms, but the plumbing didn't work. So when I saw that, that their bathrooms were outside and everything, I was like, I really understand how Sophie feels, but I also feel like Rob should have done better to provide. She's not asking him to go out and work three jobs, you know, like David, she's just asking him to get one. You know, she's just asking him to plan for a future together. That's all she's asking him to do. And I feel like that's not even asking that much. Like, if I'm going to come somewhere and I can't work, I can't take care of myself, I can't help you, you would have to work a little bit of overtime until, you know, that situation can be rectified. And I feel like he didn't do anything. Yeah. He hasn't even tried to give her the bare minimum. No. I mean, nothing. When she asks for the bare minimum, he get pissed off. Like, she's not even asking for Chanel. Y'all remember Anfisa? Soon as Anfisa got here, she was like, I'm going to need a Chanel bag, a Louis <laughs> bag, 10000 per month allowance. I'm going to need a big ass house. I'm going to need, she, this is literally, she asked for, yes, Donna, a $30 duvet. This is all she asked for. And a bathroom indoors. And he was like, you are a spoiled, disgusting human being. And you need to learn that that's not how life goes. Life literally goes this way. I don't know very many people that don't pee indoors. Like right. he's, he's not asking for anything crazy. Like, and I feel like he also tries to make her feel bad for asking for necessities. He wants her to feel like you shouldn't even be asking, but she should be asking you because you brought her over here under the impression that you were going to take care of her. Like, I don't know. He, he rubbed Wait. me the wrong way. Did you watch Pillow Talk last week or whatever week where Kim and Jamal were talking about yes. the day? I did. I did. Jamal was spot on when he's like, so he, he can't get her a $30 comforter. But then he says, although the way Sophie talks, a duva sounds expensive. It does. It does. There, there's, a, a lot of, there's a lot of talk on Twitter. People were like, what's a duva? What are those costs? And then yeah. when people posted pictures like of how much they cost, like $20 at Kohl's, people were like, oh, <laughs> It is true. When, when in her accent, though, we have to say when she asks for things, it does sound really expensive. Well, because it's just her accent. Really, in her soul, she doesn't really want a duvet, like something from Kohl's. She wants something from Macy's. She mm -hmm. wants it yeah. goose, goose down, and it has to be genuine, and it's imported from Italy. That's what she wants. Yeah, I mean, but she'll settle for the twenty dollars one at Kohl's. Well, yeah, at that point, she was like, well, look, at this point, I'll take the $20 one. But, you know, in the future, a year from now, I am going to want the <laughs> one from Macy. And, I mean, when you pick a high-maintenance woman, you know, like Gino picked Jasmine, right? He picked a high-maintenance woman. He's not going to get away with the Coles version of anything. Jasmine yeah. is not going to accept that. And I feel like a lot of um, men, George did this with Enfisa. He picked a high-maintenance woman. He lured her over here and then was like, well, I don't actually have any money to give you. That's fucking fraud. Um, that's fraud, okay? Like, that is literally frauding someone. That is literally a crime in my book. That's bringing, that's luring someone to you under false pretenses and committing fraud. He told her that he was going to give her, like, $5,000 a week allowance. And then when she gets there, he's like, I don't actually have, like, more than, like, a couple of hundred yeah. dollars to give you. That is completely He didn't give fraud. her a hundred dollars a week. I mean, he was broke. He yeah. <laughs> but, right. but at least she had an indoor bathroom. She That's did. True. She did. She had an indoor bathroom that she didn't even have to share with him, I don't think. I think she had her own. She put him in the guest bathroom, if I remember correctly. Like, he did give her <laughs> basic necessities, right? And, and this whole thing with Rob and, and not giving her basic living necessities, it just pisses me off. Yeah. And it's like, 
I don't know why he thinks that he can get defensive towards anyone who calls out his bullshit. Because it's like, people are not lying to you. They're not picking on you. Because he's like, oh, she's just, she says disrespectful things. It's like, but the truth can't be disrespectful. The truth is just the truth. It might sting, but it's not yeah. disrespectful. The truth can sting a lot when it's said out loud because you don't like the way it sounds, but it doesn't make it any less true. You're a deadbeat, bro. Yeah. Like, you brought her over here and you can't take care of her. What do you think her mom is going to say? I've never met a mom who was like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad my daughter's with this deadbeat who doesn't take care of her and she's sleeping on dirty-ass sheets that has dog pissed on. I never met a mom who was cool that I've, right. to this day, never met and, one. And cockroaches yeah. everywhere. I mean, yeah. and he was bracing himself. It's so funny because she was like, are you excited that my mom's coming? He's like, yeah. Like, he knew what was coming. He knew it. It's like, if you know that your behavior is so disturbing, that you know the idea of someone seeing the way that you have her living is going to bring a problem, that should be enough fire underneath you to change. Yeah. Right? No one can call you a loser if you're not a loser. No one can call you a Debbie if you're not Debbie. Because if they do, it wouldn't bother you because you know it's not true. It bothers yeah. him because he knows that these words are true. And the truth can really be a good motivation. But for Rob, it's just a way for him to yell at people. Yeah. I agree. I can't wait. All right, so let's let's jump on the Sam and Citra train, right? So Citra said that she's totally fine with Sam possibly going to jail because she said, I waited two years to get approved for this visa, so I want to be with you. That was such a weird thing to say. Did y'all read that the way I read it? Because yeah. I was like, she basically said, Well, I'm stuck with you now because my visa is in process. I can't just walk away now. Is that what y'all got? Yeah. Or did you get something else? She yeah. didn't. I got, well, I'm staying here regardless because all I want is my green card. That's yeah. what I heard. Okay. That's what I heard. Because she said it like, well, I'm here and I waited two years, so I got to wait it out. And I, I didn't feel like that was very convincing. But Citra hasn't been super convincing this whole time that she loves Sam or whatever. And the fact that we know that Sam's brother is now engaged to Citra's sister, it just makes you question the whole situation. Like, because, you know, the sister hasn't arrived yet. So in the little bit of time that the sister did arrive in the future episodes, Sam's brother has fallen in love with her and now they're engaged. And so now there's two green cards floating around, right? So th this is it's a super interesting story. So Citra said that her dad could possibly make her go back to Indonesia when he finds out about Sam's record, which is pretty controlling. You know, she's a grown adult woman, but I don't, again, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know many dads who are like, oh yeah, you should you know, stay over here with this guy who's going to be in prison, you know, for God knows how long. You'll be totally fine. I don't know any dad who's going to hop back on the plane and be like, I hope you figure it out, sweetheart. I'm going to go back home. Like, I don't know any dad who would be cool with it. Yeah, green card palooza, Donna. I feel like that's what it is. It's like, you know that video of Oprah and she's like giving everybody cars? Like, you get a car, you get a car. I feel like it's you get a green card, you get a green card, you get a green card. Everybody's just getting a green card from Sam's family. Yeah. Seems like an arranged green card marriage. Yeah, that is what it seems like. It, it's very interesting that the sister shows up and, and happens to fall in love with the first person she sees. Yep. <laughs> like it's, it's just interesting in my book. And I'm waiting to see the, there's two things I want to see. So Sam and Sam's mom met Citra and she's she was very respectful, which I think that a lot of moms aren't always respectful. You know, we watch but Clear Destroy Rob. Can we, can we please ask why her name got to be Dee Dee? Like, that's my name. Oh, <laughs> that's a, yeah, her name was Dee Dee. I, I mean, that's, that, that, that's my a popular name. name Nobody can have my name. That's my name. I mean, well, you also that's are sharing great. it 
Hold on. Technically, it's my middle name. Wait, it's, <laughs> it's your middle name? Seriously? Yes. I didn't know that. And you guys, yeah. you guys are sharing the name with the world's worst mother ever, Dee Dee Blanchard, too. So this is not a good year for Dee Dee's. Yeah. Right? They're like, Dee Dee's are getting dragged through the mud. I like that, guys. I'm a nice person. <laughs> like, Dee Dee's <laughs> are getting dragged through the mud. And I am so sorry. Because that is not fair. Y'all are getting dragged right now. And it is unfair. I know a lot of Dee Dee, so I know they're all struggling. It's right funny because you literally look at my username every day. Oh, wait, Cara D. You're right. You're right. I didn't put the two and two together. I didn't put the two and two together. Get out of here. That's crazy. My co-hosts both name are Dee Dee. That's crazy. I'm going to have to tweet that. That's crazy. I didn't, I, I didn't even realize that. So. Oh, my gosh. When I seen that, I was like, whoa, wait a yeah. minute. Hold up. So, I'm calling Dee Dee. <laughs> Nobody can have my name. I was. <laughs> thinking the same thing <laughs> oh i know what i wanted to ask you guys when it comes to spicy foods so citra likes spicy foods and indonesian food is very spicy and sam said that it's, it's hard for him to eat what kind of food do y'all like y'all know i was raised in louisiana even our bread was spicy so i have i, I like spicy so you like spicy food so Car habanero spicy oh not, yep, that, no, not that i hot. love it spicy really yeah but Didi, we're talking about food, not men. Oh, <laughs> that's true, Didi. We're not no, talking no, about. Jalapeno spicy. That is how Didi would describe her her the men in her life, habanero, right? Isn't that what you would use? Yes. yes. Spicy. That's about right. <laughs> oh my so, god. Sam's mom is is pissed off at the fact that he needs to convert to be a Muslim so they can get married. I'm not mad at her feelings. You know, I don't, I agree with Didi because I think that you shouldn't have to change who you are or change your religion to be with someone. But it is part of the condition that she's over there that he made that promise. So once you make the promise, you're kind of obligated, you know? Cause she said um, to his mom, she's like, I'd never talk to him again if he didn't go through with what he said. So I'm, I do feel like it's ridiculous that you need to change your religion to be with someone. I feel like you can be two different religions and still be married and, and work fine. I think you, people are taking religion too far. But at this point, I don't know if Dee Dee showing up to their wedding is a good idea because she's made it very clear that she don't like anything about that religion. So I don't know. In the back of my mind, I was like, hope they don't invite her. And then in the other side of my mind, I'm like, I can't wait to see her destroy this wedding. Right? Is that how y'all felt? Like, I can't wait yeah. to see her throwing things and screaming. Right? Yeah. That's exactly... Like, just like she's going to be like Angela, I'm an American. I'm an American. That's what I can see in my mind. The only thing I want to see more of this family is the grandma. Oh, my God. I love the grandma. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, grandma's sweet. She's adorable. I love her. And, oh, one more thing. So Sam said that he, in the last decade, he hasn't been close with his mom. And then recently, now that he's on TV, she's back in the picture. Did anybody catch that? That kind of pissed me off. I don't like the opportunist type people. So I don't know if that's the case. I don't know where the hell she's been. I think she said she was in one of the Carolinas or whatever. I don't know if her moving back, because she had just moved into that house, has anything to do with him being on TV or not. But I hope. I really, really hate to see the situation where people pop back into their kids' lives right around thing, time things start to change for the better, like a TV camera or a new job, or they won the million dollar Powerball and then all yeah. mom and dad's on. But I don't like I don't, that at all. It rubs me the wrong way. I don't like that either. I don't know if that's the case. 
stuff. I don't know. But the way that he described it, he's like, we haven't had a good relationship in the last 10 years. We haven't really spoken. Then all of a sudden, you're on TV and you happen to be showing up to her house with cameras, national TV cameras. It just it rubbed me a little weird. So yeah. we're going to have to wait and see how that turns out. Yep. All right. So yeah. Nikki and Igor were back. And apparently Igor, I, I like to call him Justin Igor. So Justin Igor was saying to Nikki that he had two, what does he call them? Sex friends? Yeah. Is that what he says? He was two literally fishing for an acceptable number. Well, yeah, because he was like, um, two. Uh, two. And I was like, so do we need to add a one in front of the two or a zero behind the two? Because I was like, that's clearly a lie, right? Like, yep. he was looking. Well, that is totally a lie. Only two women? Come on. Well, Seriously? How do you feel about him saying, well, <laughs> let's do it together? Because the first thing that came to my mind, she it took her like a whole week to, to convince you to have sex with her. But now you want her to have sex with you and someone else? So right. I'm confused. Like, what does he really want? Is she really the sugar because, mama? Because it, he's going back to remember i've always said this from the get-go i keep saying it over and over again he don't look at her as a woman he looks at her as a man yep so in his mind he's thinking it's going to be two men with a woman yep 100%. Uh, he did say that she's very masculine in the relationship he keeps saying that to ivan he's like oh well it's her masculine side she's too demanding she demands sex and i was like at first i was on Justin Igor's side, I thought that she was hounding him, but at this point, I kind of feel like she wants him to have sex with her just to prove that he's not having sex with somebody else. Is yeah. that how you feel? Like at this point, I think that she just wants him to do it because she's pretty sure he's doing it with somebody. Well, he she knows now he's doing it with other people. And somebody on Twitter said, Well, a threesome with Justin and Nikki and another woman would just be Justin and the other woman and Nikki watching because he, he doesn't want to be yeah. with her. So yes. I I agree. And I, it's like, why isn't Nikki on a plane back to New Jersey? There's no reason to be there. There's no relationship. He's using you. You've given him a life that he never would have been able to have on his own. And he's Nikki, gotten everything out of it. Nikki hit the nail on the head with the hammer whenever she said, you are using me as a sugar yep. mama and getting sex from other yep. women. Yep. 100%. She already knows the answer. So why is she still around? No, no. He don't. Yep. He, he doesn't. He probably loves her, but he, he still can't see her as a woman because now he only sees her as a man. And yeah. it's it, it's crazy because before she even said anything, he's seen her as a woman. But now, yep. now he can't see her as a woman. He sees her as a man. But she already knows that is all he wants is is the money that she's given him. Yep. That's it. Yep. She needs she, to run. She I needs. wanted her back on the next plane smoking out of there because I was like, you know what's going on. This man is using you. And I thought about it. I was like, she's like that rich aunt that gives you a check every year. You don't want to do nothing with her, but you want that check every year. And I was like, that's how Justin Igor looks at her. It's not yeah. sexual at all. Is she is in, she's improving his life, making things better for him, and he tolerates her in whatever way that he can to keep the money flowing. And sex is not something that he's willing to tolerate. Yep. He might kiss her, he might FaceTime call her, um, he might say, I love you, but sex is off the table. And instead of just being honest, because he knows that's gonna actually stop the money from coming in, he's, he's leading her on. And I think at this point, it's been 17 years. You know, we all know what's going on here. 
we all know what's going on here. He is using her. And the fact that he's asking her to have threesomes when he doesn't even want to have sex with her, I think in his mind, he's like, I could have my cake and eat it too. I could make her happy and get her to stop nagging but me. No, and then I could have- For him, he's going to have sex with the other woman and make her watch. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly what he, when he's asking for a three-way, <laughs> He's asking for permission to have sex with the women he's already because had sex with. He, That's because exactly. we all know he don't want to have sex with her. I mean, he kind of insinuated that when he when he suggested it, he said basically, so I can show you how easy it is for me to have sex with a woman with no feelings. I caught yeah. that too. I caught that too because he was like, "I want to show you how easy it is," and I was like, "But the whole trip, you've been trying to make her see how hard it is for you right. to do this with her." So I was like, "You're basically saying." You could have sex with literally any woman that you meet. It's just Nikki. You don't want to have sex. That's exactly what he yeah. was saying. And yet, can we, here we are. And how does he know that these women that he's had sex with isn't trans as well? Yeah, he doesn't. Well, yeah. true, true. He doesn't know that. Because there's some trans that unless they tell you they're trans, you would never know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys watch the TV show Pose. Um, it's a, a, a show um, has um, a lot of trans um, women on the show. Beautiful women. Like if you were watching this show, because I remember I turned it on, and they were like, "Oh, this! All of these are um, trans women. They all have different careers or whatever." You would have had to pay me to believe that any of these women were trans. They were so beautiful, like yeah. flawlessly is- beautiful. So, it's called Pose. Oh, oh okay. right. Yeah, the, um, the Diva Speaks. That was a really good show. It ended, unfortunately, but man, if you've ever watched that show, you know for a fact there's absolutely no way unless somebody tells you. There's no chance that you would ever know. Like, there are women that are just, look like straight up fell out of the sky from heaven, beautiful, that were born a man. It, You'll never just, freaking know. Is it just me or does Nikki's mom look 10 years younger than Nikki? Yeah, and she does. She does. I saw it too. I saw it today. It's I was because like, of all that, that plastic surgery Nikki's got. Yeah. Nikki should have stopped. Nikki should have stopped whenever she was ahead. Oh. I mean, she's done way too much. Way well, too much. When she was known um, for being million dollar Barbie, you know, we we actually I've seen pictures of Nikki way before. This is years and years ago. She was like in news stories because all of the money she spent on plastic surgery and I remember seeing her back then and she was beautiful beautiful. I'm not gonna say she's not but she looked so natural right like she had a natural look to her back then and then she took it you know farther and farther and now she just looks a lot she looks plastic right like that's the best way to put it she's very plastic she doesn't look natural anymore and unfortunately she lost that and you know we've seen it with Darcy and Stacey you know we, we you take it too far and I think that filters yep filters is really what is is hurting people. I think when people use these yeah. filters, they want to make themselves look like these unrealistic filters on the on the yeah. apps. And unfortunately, you know, I, I think that it, it's an addiction, and and people are too too um obsessed with becoming a filter, and they want to look like that. And surgery doesn't. I mean, it does make you look like that, but in, in regular everyday life, that looks strange. Like yeah. you actually, you end up looking strange because you're not supposed to look like the filter. You're supposed to look normal, but they take it too far. Right. I seen I seen a I seen Stacy the other day with no filter. I was like, what? 
am I looking at? Like, oh my gosh, she has them went way overboard. Well, it, I read this. she was in the hospital. Way, actually. way. Over, yeah, she was in the hospital, but they took um they took pictures of her with no filter, no makeup, no nothing. Yeah. It showed her legit face, and to see her legit face up against the pictures that her and Darcy be taking, hands down, it's filter. Oh yeah. Everything. When what was she in the hospital for? I missed this. It, I, I don't didn't know. say. It just said that um, she, um, it's, that it's she was okay, in the hospital. It's okay, though, right? Everything good? Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. It good. just said she was hospitalized. I got to ask. I didn't know. This is crazy. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. That's crazy. Okay, so I want to jump over to Ashley and Manuel because, hey, Kimberly, hey, Bestie. I want to jump over to Ashley and Manuel because we were watching them um, Ashley brought over Manuel's childhood friend, who also happens to be in New York. You know, his family, his friends, everybody seems to have a plan to get to New York. Questionable, right? Not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying it's very interesting that they all managed to get over, you know, over there on their own fruition. I guess, I don't, I don't know. They all figured it out. But Manuel is getting bothered by the excessive spending of Americans. And I think that where he comes from, he said he has four pair of pants and four or five shirts, like period, to his name. And he said that he doesn't need any more. And then I hate to be like this, but I kind of relate to him because he has like the poor man mindset. And I grew up in the hood, in the ghetto, and we didn't have very much money. We didn't have food. We didn't have all, our car was really loud, sound like a lawnmower. Like, so I know what it's like to have what you need and nothing else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was really happy growing up. I didn't know what it was like to have excess stuff. Yep. So now it's really interesting when I go about my life, when I go shopping and do things, I have poor man syndrome. Like I always look at the price of things and I always haggle prices. Like when I buy cars and stuff, I still have the mindset of a poor person because it never leaves. Right. You. you know, even if your, your life changes and you're doing better and you have a good education, a good job, it never leaves you. you and I think Will Smith talked about this years back too. He was like, I have more money than I could ever spend. He's like, but when I go shopping, when I buy a couch, I look at the price. He's like, because that's just, I know what it's like to not have. So when Manuel was explaining, like, you don't know what it's like to never have anything. And I was like, I kind of understand, you know, when you come from such humble beginnings and you, you have to stick together. Because when you come from a family where y'all have nothing, you have to stick together and look out for each other. So I, I tad bit understood, you know, how he felt and adapting to that is difficult. But we found out that Ashley sent two payments, one per month, to his family, and he feels like that's not enough. So I want to get your um, your reactions on that. Do you think that one payment a month is unacceptable? Because she looked at it as, y'all are lucky to get anything out of me. You're not my family. Absolutely. So, like, how do you guys feel about that? Pack his shit up and send him home. <laughs> really? Well, like, because... I'm so, like, I'm done with these people, but I want to punch him in the face. Is it because he is entitled to her money? I feel like he's he's entitled to her money. And I, I feel like, because she, oh, wait, he said that, she says that I'm lucky and that hurts me. And I was like, bro, you are lucky. Yep. Based on the life that you were living and based on the life that you're living today, you're lucky. Yep. There's no, and, and that's not a hurtful or nasty thing to say. He's in a much better situation than he was in back in Ecuador. Yep. And I don't know why he takes it as an insult. Why is he insulted by that statement? Because he's an idiot <laughs> they are both idiots they and are. okay 
okay, she's a witch, but she don't know none of this is going to happen? Yeah. Like, oh. come on. Can we please get the false witch off TV? I mean, she's fake. She's not a witch. I mean. If she was a witch, she would have passed a spell for him to stay in yeah. love with her. I feel if like she was a witch, she would have done everything to make him, like, she's not a witch. She's not a whatever it is. This other word y'all be using in English. This this mild <laughs> word. I don't. I can't even remember what y'all be using. She ain't none of that. <laughs> oh well, she says witches aren't psychics, but they can still see things, right? Oh wait, wait witches cast loves. Witches cast love spells. So wait, now, witches, witches don't. Can, witches can tell that witches can tell your past, your present, your future, everything. Yeah, I and they so. can do things too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she says you can't change free will. Oh, okay. So I, I think you can change free will. It just comes with a cost. You can change it. Oh, okay. Well, don't do nothing to me. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just like Kimberly is a clairvoyant. Yeah. yeah, people are just throwing these words around half the time, right? Oh, wait, you're a witch for real? There's a witch in here. I did okay. okay. Um, hi. I apologize <laughs> if I offended you. <laughs> hi. You, um, you can do, you can do, you can um, do free will, but it does come with, it comes with a cost. You, you will pay for it. So, when we were watching the preview, um, for next week, we saw that they were fighting and Manuel's like, I'm not apologizing for her, I didn't do anything wrong. And instead of handling their issue, they went into the bathroom of the restaurant to have sex. So I'm just trying to understand, like, why they are both, like, 17-year-old morons. Like, why do they think that all problems are solved by sex? You have to actually solve your problems. You're, you're gonna hate each other tomorrow if you hated each other today. Yep. Like, I'm trying to understand who raised her to believe that you just ignore your problems and have sex all the time and then everything is going to be okay. Like, I, it never crossed her mind that it's weird that his whole family was here already and then he happened to come over there too, the same state and everything. Like, none of this was premeditated. Like, it never started to dawn on her that this was weird because it's starting to, it's looking weird to me. Like, not just his family, even his friends are over here and they're all in New York. And he just happened to land in New York where she is. Like, this is, this is too coincidental for me. Yeah. It's just, I, I can't with these. Oh, I she says, I'm assuming the sex is the magic. Oh, so that's like a spell. It's her attempt to combine their energy so they'll be synch synchronized. But it's not working. It's, he hates her. Not. It's <laughs> he not her. working he at all. He literally can't stand her. Every time she starts talking, the look on his face is so disgusting. Yeah. He cannot stand her. Like I don't. If if she is a witch and she's doing that, it's not working. He said it's not working. Her friend tonight. He said saying I'm gonna marry her is easy. It's doing it that's the hard part. Exactly. And that said everything I needed to know because I was like, you don't want to marry her. You're here. And he said I didn't cross the continent just to be a tourist. But he's like, I don't actually want to marry her. That makes me feel like he's here because he wants to be here, not because he wants to be with her. Yeah. That that it is what it. The green card. How many times am I going to tell y'all? It's the green card. Well, now that I know his entire family and even his friends are already I here. I telling y'all. He just wants the green card. This, his <laughs> life is in New York. They're, and he's like, oh, I miss my home. I miss my people. I was like, your home and people are all here. 
All of his yeah. family, his friends, his everybody's already here. They were waiting on you. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you miss them? How do you miss them? They're already here. Yeah. That's they, his he, wife. That is his wife. The aunt. Me and Car thinks that is his but, wife. Wait, if that aunt is his wife and he marries Ashley, or or do you think that he married her in Ecuador? Yeah. He yes. can't be married because you can be married in Ecuador and it's not valid in the United yes. States. You get married in, in the United States and you move to their country, you have to remarry in their country for you to um for for it to be legal over there. Say for oh. if yeah, say say for instance me and you were to get married, but you're from, from another I'm country. I'm coming to that wedding. I'm there. <laughs> and you're George won't be able to handle me for five minutes, okay? Oh, know. He knows he knows I'm a hot mess. I'm just but it's what I'm saying is like, like and if you like say you were from another country, you were to go back to that country, even though me and you were married here in the United States, it's not valid in your country. It's not legal or, or you're not considered married. When you come over here and you're married over there, you're not considered as married. Just like Angela and Michael. They're not married in the United States. They're married in Nigeria. Right. And that the K-1 visa won't get activated until they get married. Yes. And that'll be a because, legal state marriage. Applying for a K-1 visa, that is a fiancé visa. If they were legally married in the United States, it would be a spousal visa. Like John and Rachel, they're legally in the UK. It transfers over to the U.S. So oh. That's why there's this K-1 longer because she's applied for the spousal visa which means as soon as he gets to the u.s he can start working issued papers immediately ah i see man this is crazy oh so i want to talk about clayton and annalee i think we talked about everybody but them right i think so mm -hmm. so we find out that she's pissed off you know obviously from being shamed for not having sex with him but then they did have a serious conversation about her not telling her dad. You know, he talked to Cameron and he was like, look, I think that it's a red flag that no one knows you exist. Yeah. She came all the way to another country. She's living with you. She says she's gonna marry you. She's not having sex with you. She's not, she, you know, she's not the person that she said she was gonna be before she got here. And she also is holding you from her family. And I think that he's right. I feel like there's something else, like an agenda going on with Annalie. And the way that she reacted to him asking her to tell her dad, it was really alarming for me. It was a big red flag. I was like, why is she so angry? You know, she was like, and then he was like, well, you know, he said what we always say, like, well, what if they pass away before you tell them? And she's like, oh, so you're wishing death on my dad. Like she overreacted yeah. to everything, everything worse than it was. And it's like, if you really love somebody, you're going to tell your family you're with them and, and they accept it or not, they accept it right. or not. You know, like if, if you love somebody at the end of the day, they're going to either choose you or not. So, and I think it's weird that she would move to another country and not tell her dad, because if she really cares about her dad and loves her dad, because remember Thais did this? Y'all remember Thais? She, but her dad knew where she was. Yeah. She just didn't tell him she was actually marrying Patrick and staying. She told him, I'm going to visit him. That's what she said. She didn't tell him the whole truth. Annalise's dad don't even know where she's at. Yeah. But she, he don't know what she's doing and I was like if you really cared about your dad and you loved your dad and you wanted to have that respect 
for him, you would tell him what the hell you were doing. And I feel like she's doing something shady. We don't know what it is, but she's over here doing something shady. And I feel like maybe her dad does know he's a part of the, the plan. So there's no purpose to tell him, you know, but maybe the dad doesn't want to be involved in like the fraudulent part of it, allegedly. So maybe yeah. he's like, well, I don't want to have a relationship with the guy you're tricking into getting the green card. I don't want to talk to him because maybe he has like a conscience yeah. that he would feel that. I don't know what it is. All that's alleged. It's in my mind. My mind just goes crazy. But I just feel like the way that she reacted was a red flag to me. Like the way that, and the fact that she's been there for like a month and they haven't had sex. And I don't know, like when you move to another country and you say you want to be with this person and marry this person, start life with this person, intimacy is part of that. And I feel like she's avoiding it at all costs. He's taken her on trips. He's once rented a hotel room. He's given her the opportunity to open up to him intimately and she doesn't want to. And I, I mean, she don't owe him nothing. She don't have to give him any. I'm Can just I, saying she should want to. I tell right? y'all what I think. Yeah. I think she's already married. You think? But she, in I country. think she's already married in her country, and um, she's got them thinking that she's coming over here for work or or something, and um, but she's actually came over here to get the the K one visa. I mean, she's a. I mean, she's actually coming here to get her a green card. I'm sorry on the K-1 visa. But I think that she's already married. That's why she don't want her family to know anything about him. That makes a lot of sense. Oh. I think he's making making her family think that um she's that she maybe she got a visitor's visa or something like that or work visa because she did say that her dad thinks that he came, that she came over here to work. Yeah. She did. True. So they pro she probably said that she's coming over on a work visa and then once she got over here she could apply for her green card right okay. but that's what i'm thinking what is she gonna do with her husband though is she because if she, she's married once she gets her green yeah. card she's gonna know how to play her cards right she can so tell she get her well, once card. I get my green card, then I can bring you over here. You're just going to have to be patient until I can bring you. But she would have to divorce Clayton first. And then, but, but how does that work? Would she have to go back home to marry? How does that work? Yeah. Because, no. How does this work? Because it's all she's got to do, to do is just claim him. If they have the same last name, if they have the same last name, then they is all she's got to do is say that they're a family member. Oh, and she gonna yeah, but she's, how don't you have to be able to sponsor or support if she marries him? She's stuck living wherever he's living because she doesn't. Not necessarily. I mean, you have to be married for two years, but you don't have to right. stay in the same place. Right? How is she gonna support herself? Oh yeah, I have no. Because as soon as she gets the K one, as soon as K one, I hear I go with the K one visa again. As soon as she gets the the um the the permit, the work visa, she can go to work, and right, she should have that within a couple eight, of months. Up to eight months, she should at least be she should at least be a little more like nice and tolerant to Clayton until she gets the work visa, right? I mean, I'm not because I don't want to sound sexist and say that oh well she should be having sex with him just because she shouldn't a woman a woman shouldn't do anything she doesn't want to do but it's just really peculiar that she would come over here and pretend she's in love with him and not want to touch him right yeah. kind of like what igor is doing with nikki it's very peculiar i mean everybody has their own consent 
If you but don't want to do anything, she's already married. I think she is already married. She that's definitely something I'm gonna look. And she would look at having sex with Clayton as cheating on her husband. Is that what you feel? Yeah. So she won't do it. And once she gets her once she gets her work visa, she's probably then she's probably gonna wanna leave um leave Clayton and start a you know start a life on her own once she gets her um her uh green card then there's nothing clayton can do once they get married and they file the paperwork we already know yeah even if he wants to get her deported they're not going to deport her yep, we learned that from still um, gonna get her, she's still going to get her green card yeah so yeah. how do we know she ain't done her investigation to um, to see it, um, how far she can get if she gets married but well she's very without educated. having to be with him she's very educated we saw that she had a college degree she She's very educated. She's a very smart person. So I feel like if she's over here and she has a plan, it's it's well thought out, right? Like, I feel like she has her cards in a row. She knows what she's doing. I just don't know if Clayton is stupid enough to go along with it. Because it's like, if you're living with me and we're in a relationship and you won't touch me, I don't know how long that relationship is going to go, only because you should want yeah, to. But, and if I... If, keeps putting his own damn foot in his mouth which is giving her all the excuses in the world he keeps saying stupid shit and she's like oh that turns me off done oh well yeah she's capitalizing on the fact that he has no idea how to handle a woman yes and she's capitalizing on that because everything he does is wrong but it's because he's used to playing video games with dudes he doesn't know the right way to go about it but he has now hold on i have to debunk this theory because in the beginning they said that he he met her there yeah in peru right so so how were they together there were they having sex well, there? See, that's what he said i don't think that they had sex i don't remember him saying that they had sex in peru he did, he did in the beginning i'll go back and watch it and tell you what part but he said when she got up there he said something about we haven't had sex since we were together in peru whatever I'll go back and watch it at the beginning. See? Now it makes me wonder if during the process of them long distance dating, she got married. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't married to the guy she's married to now, so she didn't have an issue with sleeping with Clayton. Right. But now I don't know. I think she's always been married. I well, don't know. What's the difference? I could be now? wrong, but I don't know the difference between now and then. If she would do it then, you know, do it now to seal the deal you know what i'm saying like because you do have to lead them on long enough to get the paperwork filed and everything you know yeah. like i'm not yeah, saying but she could easily tell her husband and or whoever boyfriend fiance at the time that she's having to go out of town to go to work oh that's true that's true wait coco you're right coco puff said he did say he had sex with her in peru and we initially thought he wouldn't have sex. She wouldn't have sex with him here because of his mom. That is what she told us. Because yeah. the mom was in the closet. You're absolutely right. Yeah. She did have yeah, sex. But how many times? But they're in a they're in a rental. Like yeah. how many thousands of miles the away? They had the Airbnb, um, the hotel room that he took mm -hmm. her. Remember? Then they went to San Diego to see Cameron. They're in a beautiful rental. All of the the tools are there if she wanted to partake yeah and you know that she doesn't times, want to both times he said something stupid well and oh well, yeah 
Yeah, but look at Manuel. Every time Manuel says something stupid, Ashley can't wait to jump on that. Like, so it just depends on the woman, I guess. Ash, every time Manuel opens his mouth and says something stupid, Ashley is just so turned on. She's ready yeah, she's just ready. She's just ready. Mount him, <laughs> mount him wherever he's yeah. at. Like, she's just ready. Anna, Anna Lee is just like, every time he opens his mouth, she her legs close a little bit more. She's just yeah. like, ugh, I just can't stand you. Remember, um... What was that girl, Rose? Every time Ed tried to say Rose was cute, Rose was like, every, every time Ed said Rose was cute, I did that. Right? She was just like, please stop. <laughs> don't. Like, you're making me want to throw up. Stop. <laughs> yeah. She could not take it. Okay, so my, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that it's it's hard for me though. The only way it will make sense is if she wasn't married when he was in Peru, but then during the time where he was back in the U.S. and they were separate, she got married. Because I don't know why she's being like super chastity about everything now if she gave it up already. You know, it doesn't it doesn't ring for me unless she got married in between that time and now she doesn't want to cheat on her husband because she really loves her husband. She just wants the green card. She don't care about Clayton. Then it would make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I say she's married, and at the time she was probably married or either maybe fiance or something. I don't know. Well, now oh, Coco, she called him a cow. She said he was sprawled out on the bed like a cow. That's a yeah, and that that's not something that you usually describe someone that you find attractive. You don't usually say you look like a cow, right? Like I've never used that word to describe a woman that I thought was beautiful. So I was like, I, her disgust for him is very very strong. Like, it reminds me so much of Rose. Like, yeah. every time she looks at him, she just looks at him like she's disgusted. Like, I just can't stand you. I can't. Like, she questions how she got here. Like, that's how I feel like her look is. She's, like, looking at her life like, what did I do to end up? Right. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's something fishy, obviously, because now we're approaching what would be the wedding mm -hmm. date. He's mm -hmm. dating getting dance lessons he's got his best man he's got this he's got that she's packing her shit to get out because we're just yeah close. it's crazy it's crazy to me because she's the one that came over and gave everything up and she's the one that changed her life and then she gets here and she acts like she doesn't want to be here and it's like nobody forced you to come here you wanted to do this I don't understand what changed when she got here. It wasn't like, remember we used to watch the show back in the day and they would meet for the first time on the show. Like they were, it was like, they've been talking online. They haven't even met. These people have met. These people have been intimate together. So I don't know what's different from being in Peru to being here. I don't understand what made her change her mind. I mean, I kind of get it. Clayton, I think somebody said he's a dork. He is a dork. He is. That's you know, like I get that part, but some women like that. Some women like those gamer dudes, you know. Like it's it's been proven that not, women. Not actual um, women. Wait, what? what? Not actual women. No, some women really seriously do like dorks, nerds. I've met some. They're they're turned on by like an accountant or like a guy who plays <laughs> video games. I don't I don't know the science behind it, but I I've met women that were attractive that were women, and they said that they liked that, and I, I didn't understand it. I questioned their whole existence, but they said it was true. Yeah. I'll agree with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nerds. Yeah, nerds. Wait, did I say dork? Nerds. Nerds. Is it okay to say nerds? I don't know what words are okay to say anymore anymore. Because, like, a lot of, we get canceled fast, right. so I have to watch what I say, right? I have to watch what I say. Because sometimes you say the word, and you're like, oh, wait, can't say that word anymore. I have to find a different way. Well, oh, she, look at us 
striking. Look at you're just striking out. Right? Oh wait, she aimed for a lonely gaming guy. He's an oh. easy target. Wait. See, Coco, that might did, actually did be true. Did you see that? She, what? Miss Nomadic is also an accountant. Are you kidding me? <laughs> please don't, please don't cast a spell on me. I am so sorry. I'm, I, I don't know how this is even possible. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were a witch, and I did not know you were an accountant. I am not picking on you. I swear. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, her screen name is Miss Nomadic Accountant. Oh yeah, that's my fault. That's my fault. It's right there. Yeah, I'm batting zero. See, this is why I don't play baseball. I'm batting zero. You're right. This is well, completely my fault. I love accountants. I think they're the best. Right. Being good with numbers. I'm like a numbers nerd. So I love I, I'm obsessed with numbers. Like I do spreadsheets. Like I'm a numbers person. I love how numbers always equal. Like you always can get the answer. It's like it's a, it's 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 hard to explain. I don't want to get too nerdy on y'all. But like I really do. I'm a big math person. Like when it comes to you can give me any type of math, taxes, um, interest <laughs> agreements, whatever. I'm all over that stuff. Absolutely. She'll cast a spell and do your taxes. <laughs> right? Can you cast? Can the can the spell be? I don't have to pay taxes. Oh my god! <laughs> that oh, would I be even better. That's a really good spell. On yeah. Can I get that one? Because I don't want to pay them anymore. They're high. Okay, guys. So yeah, yeah. We need we need we need a good spell where we get like hundreds and thousands of dollars back yeah. this year. Can I get like an unexpected <laughs> refund? That would be nice. Yeah. Like that spell would be nice. <laughs> All right, guys, so tomorrow we're going to come back. So tomorrow, um, Single Life, Episode 2, and 90 Day Diaries, Episode 1. So we get one hour of the Single Life tomorrow, one hour of 90 Day Diaries. So we're going to come back tomorrow afterward. We can probably knock them out both in one live. We're going to try. We're going to try to do this. And then, um, wait, that's it, right? Because everything else ended. Everything yeah, so that's gone. it. Oh, yeah, so that's it. Oh, there's a new show. Um, it was called, like, Love and Translation. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw that, but it's going to be starting and it's about people who are dating women or men who are in another country and they have no language. No. So what it is, is there's a bunch of women that speak not a lick of English and there's three American men oh. and they only oh. speak English. And, oh, and the, so three men and then a bunch of women, do they get to pick the woman they want to yep. date? Oh, this sounds good. But yeah. So we'll probably yeah. be watching that yeah. too. I'm excited. And um, this week, um, we're going to do the 90-day trivia game. We were supposed to do it last week, but um, some it was too busy. But we're going to do it this week. I'm shooting for Thursday. Um, so I'm going to post a story and make a video and everything so everyone knows what's going on. And then hopefully all of you guys can join me. Please, please, please. Fingers crossed. For the 90-day trivia game, there's going to be lots of cool prizes. There's going to be a lot of fun trivia questions so if you've been watching 90 days since the first season like me you're probably going to know all of this but if not it'll be fun to just catch up because we're we're doing um lots of different categories but one of the categories is ogs so we're going all the way back to the beginning so i know a lot of times we great because we've all watched from the beginning yeah but i feel like we all have right and i know there's some yeah, COVID people. Have, but if you bring up somebody from season one it's gonna take me a minute to think about it yeah so, i think, I that, think that's, that's gonna be the fun part about it um figuring out who the people are from season one because we have to remember back then a lot of the people weren't on social media right so they didn't stay around like the people do now so it was really fun coming up with the questions and looking up oh and there's a catchphrase one so if you know the catchphrases of your favorite 90 dayers 
you know, this is going to be a lot of fun. All right, guys, so follow my co-hosts, Cara and Didi, or should I say Didi and Didi. They're tagged in this video. <laughs> and make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. I have a story on georgemossy.com under my blog. It was the person who Natalie was living with um, when she lived in Florida. They reached out to me, and I wrote a story about it. If you want to know all of the craziness that went on while she was in Florida, you're going to want to check out that article. It's on my website right now. Thank you for joining us tonight. Make sure you tune in tomorrow so we can discuss the single life and 90-day diaries. Kim was burning stuff on there. So yeah. we'll get to watch that. All right, guys. Talk to you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.